Nathan, you know that there is nothing I love more than talking about TV specials with you. Did you know well, that? Well, there, th- there is one thing you love more. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Don't say it out loud. I'm Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you will just love talking about those commercials. <laughs> you know, I, well, I wasn't going to spoil it yet, but yeah, I do love talking about commercials. Because without these commercials, we wouldn't have these specials to talk about. Because the dirty secret of television is that these commercials, they grease the wheels, baby. They grease those wheels. Wow, you're yawning already. This is a new, Mm -hmm. usually it's about 10 minutes deep that Nathan becomes a little sleepy bear that needs his honey. This is 20 seconds in. How was your day today? Are you doing okay? And it's it's an early record too. Yeah. It's not a 11 p.m. or anything like that. You have a big day? No, I've been actually surprisingly really a low low key. I even had tons of sleep last night. Oh wow! So there's no reason for it. Okay, so you've no, heard it from him. It must be habit now. This is going to be a bright on the ball, Nathan. He's going to be full of zingers. You know, like when you wake up every morning and you go poop at the same time. Hmm. No. That's what my dad does. Um, <laughs> I think. Uh, you know, it's like that. It's kind of like whenever the podcast happens, that's when I, I start to yawn. So you'd hear the bathroom door close and you would check your watch just to make sure it was running right. You were like, yep, 658. That's that's what my dad does, yeah. Father's movement has begun. <laughs> the train's always on time. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the bus. I got five minutes for the bus. Well, speaking of movement, let's keep this podcast moving, huh? Right? Good transition, yeah. right? So, well, yeah, we're talking about commercials. Those little 30-second things that you don't have to watch anymore, I guess, right? Like, if somebody sees Skip ads, no, nobody's not selecting Skip ad. That I saw that the other day. I was watching something on Amazon Prime, and they play one ad beforehand. Mm-hmm. And 10 seconds in, there's a Skip ad option who is like, oh, well, I mean, State Farm Insurance, this does sound pretty good. I'll stick this out and see what they're going to tell me. Well, I I do like the one with the emu. <laughs> you, so I will st- you like that new random humor. Yeah. Oh, any, you know, the more um, random, the better. Yeah. <laughs> That's the word you, you want to know too. what they were smoking when they saw when they came up with that. I, I'm just like Stony in that regard. <laughs> yeah, you want to know where you can get some. Mm-hmm. That's why I stick around because I hope they tell. Uh, you you have a child who watches stuff online all the time. Does she mm-hmm. voluntarily watch ads? Does she talk about commercials? Every once in a while, she she will. But she she's like she's a big TV nerd. So like she's been grounded this week, and it's been like torture for her and so she's like she she's allowed to watch tonight when she gets back from dance and she's like she's like oh i'm gonna watch so many hallmark movies (laughs) 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 that's her big go-to right now but she um she for a while i had like a i set up a um well you you can watch there's these things you can set up where it's like a fake tv network where like I had like a bunch of channels and then I put like I would put like my um, just TV episodes and they're pulling it all through my Plex or whatever. It was kind of this automated system and she loved the idea of changing channels and something's just kind of on already. And she huh. loved whenever any commercials would appear because it was like she's getting to watch TV the way that she never gets to watch it, which is usually she just goes and picks a show. But if she can watch something live. That's a new experience for her. So she she really likes that. So it's like novelty, this old yeah. timey way of watching TV. Right. But the only reason yeah, she's getting she would it. Ha- what's that? I was just going to say she would hate it if this was the way. Right. And the only reason she's seeing this at all is because you're a dang ass freak who sets up a fake 80s style TV viewing experience. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, uh, I'm a, what can I say? I'm like a. I'm I'm exactly the same as someone who curates a museum like the Smithsonian. Yeah, I've always <laughs> said that. Yeah, 
Well, uh, like you said, normally kids would hate sitting through commercials if you grew up in the era of mandatory commercial viewing, but there were sometimes exceptions, and sometimes there were Mm -hmm. ads that you absolutely loved, and you were so thrilled when they would come on TV that it was a delight to sit through them and not a chore. And today, Nathan, we are talking about four commercials apiece that delighted Mm -hmm. us when they came on. That is our special for the day, is the uh, spontaneous world of commercials. Can we talk about how we... We kind of went back and forth on this a little bit, like... Is does this fit the show's theme? Oh, when I and suggested doing this, I've never heard you so stressed out. I you, was I could hear sweat I had to pouring change, through the phone. <laughs> I had to change my pants. I sweat through my anus straight onto those jeans. Um and yeah, no, because I was thinking like, well, but but then I kind of think I think it still works because these are not like you, you couldn't schedule a commercial in to watch like on Saturday night. Oh, I got to get home to watch the new McDonald's commercial. No, if, if it aired and you caught it, you got to see it. If not, then you hoped it reappeared. Yeah. You know? And now, as you always say, through the magic of the internet, we get to watch these things again and again and again. That's yes, because of course you're listening to to Network Special, the podcast about appointment-based television era. Uh, My name is Zachariah, and I'm here with my co-host, who? Nate Dog. And who's in the booth producing it all? G-Dog. Nice. All right. And with that introduction out of the way, Nathan, would you mind talking about the first commercial we're going to listen to or watch for us? today real quick i get it i have a question oh okay uh, this is highly unconventional privilege <laughs> <laughs> what was uh what, what's the criteria in which the commercials that you chose <sighs> jeremy so i think it's this is a great question huh i think it's different for both of us so jeremy here's what i'm always looking for i'm looking for a story I'm looking for, what is it called? Those driveway moments. NPR always talks about them. You'll stay in your car longer listening to a Terry Gross interview you know, with someone who has survived a cave-in or something because you want to hear the whole story. You want to be romanced. That's right. We are here to woo you with our individual stories. Now, these commercials just need an important connection to us, whether it's that we love them or that we hated them or maybe we are mystified by them. <laughs> Mine mine were all very much music related in that when I would go about my day after having watched them, I would often sing the mm. jingle yeah. in each of these. Yes. Oh, yeah. I know many of these commercials better than I know most popular songs I've grown up with at the same time. I don't know why no one ever released like a commercial rock like... What are you listening to, man? A commercial rock, man. We'll turn it up. <laughs> I think you need to do jingles. it. You're the man who Let's needs do to it. do it. Can I get the rights to all these? So you want to re-release the original recordings? On vinyl, cassette, and CD. Man, it's a good idea. I mean, it would be a nightmare <laughs> getting all those rights, but yeah, I, I think you could possibly do some sort of illegal Girl Talk style release where... You get them, you you work with the producer to clean them up. Maybe you covertly uh, contact the original musicians, like how whenever, uh, oh, what's his name, re-record the lyrics for... Uh, 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 I don't remember <laughs> what it was. No, not Take On Me, that's AHA. Uh, mm-hmm. There was another guy who, who re-record the lyrics for a remix of a song that uh, somebody did. But you could do that with like the whoever okay. sung the doublement theme song find that yeah. old codger yeah these this is very much the kind of thing i would do which is tons of work for no pay on my own no this would have to be a free distribution <laughs> thing probably get shut down yeah. but you'd be a legend yeah. i would be a legend for about five seconds yeah um, then maybe so i could f- make them maybe i could like sample them and make beats out of them like danger mouse yeah, just do a complete remix album. Mm-hmm. I like it. 
Sounds like an like an NFT situation if I've ever heard one. That's mm. all you need is one buyer. Is Martin Scarelli still in prison? I think so. Ah. He loves buying that kind of gimmicky crap. <laughs> Wait till he's out. <laughs> How many NFTs is he going to snatch up? Oh, boy. Charlie bit my finger is going to go to old <laughs> you-know-who's hard drive. <laughs> he's done serving his time. All right, Nathan, before you get legendary, what, what commercial are we going to talk about first? So my first one is um, about a board game. Okay. Uh, board game is a strong word, but a game. Um and it's called um, Rattle Me Bones oh, is the right. name of the game. Let's listen to it. Rattle Me Bones! Welcome aboard, mateys. Rattle Me Bones, Rattle Me Bones. Take what he will, but don't rattle me bones! Spin the wheel for the treasure to take. Careful, my friend, or he'll rattle it. Shake it. Rattle Me Bones. Turn the lights low, there's a frightening blue. But don't rattle me bones! Rattle me, rattle me, rattle me bones. You can use your skill to take what you will. You can take your pill, but don't rattle me bones. Batteries sold separately from ideal. So now I just realized something. I think this is why I love Stoney so much. <laughs> this commercial sounds like it was sung by him. I was going to suggest if you do a all covers version of your commercial albums, get Tom Waits. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you think that was him? <laughs> In early iteration before he stuck a metal drain snake down his throat, got to where he is today. Uh, so the thing about this one, the reason why this one stuck with me is, um, first of all, that theme song will come to my, will co- just come to me just randomly throughout my life. And for no reason at all. Um, maybe, maybe like, it comes up if I go to like the Pirates of the Caribbean or something because it's a pirate, kind of a pirate themed thing. Um, or, but also because I remember, I think one of my friends at the time, um, he had seen, just seen the Monster Club. Monster Club? Monster Squad? Monster Squad. <laughs> sorry. I, sorry, guys. I, I just lost a lot of cred there, but. <laughs> Um, the monster squad and he would sing a version of this um, changing the word bones for nards (laughs) and he would sing rattle me rattle me rattle me nards and and I remember the first time he did it I was like I don't get it and he's like oh you haven't seen monster squad I was like no and he's like wolfman's got nards and I was like I don't know what that means (laughs) And then he explained to me that Nards uh, means, uh, he, he said testicles, because he didn't want to be disrespectful in, in my mom's house. Uh, <laughs> and he's, yeah, and so that just, that will that stick to this day. I sometimes sing Rattle Me Nards just randomly to myself. And so I had to give it to this one. Wow. I mean, as delightful a story as that is, do you want to describe what it is <laughs> for the people listening? <laughs> right. It's I, I can't really tell. It's a game where there's a skeleton um, on a on a like it's like a like a, a a a rattly skeleton that you can like you rattle and its bones fall off. Is that is that this is the, like such a classic eighty <laughs> style game where it is way too complicated and also super simple and there's a million little pieces it is a three-dimensional plastic skeleton <laughs> draped on a ship's wheel and it i think it's on a timer so every right. so often the ship wheel will violently rattle and it'll rattle his bones and you're supposed to put all these little tiny accoutrements there's a little plastic <laughs> pirate hat and a gun and it, all these little pirate bits. And so everything will fly off of him. <laughs> and I don't know if the, the, what you're trying to do, if you're trying to take everything from him, maybe, maybe it, it, it's, it's sensitive, like operation. Like if you touch yeah. him too hard, you, you rattle him and he throws everything off and you lose. I, I, it's one of those games that's not really a game. It's really just a toy and they, yes. they couldn't figure out a way to just sell it. So they're like, well, just <laughs> put an instruction manual in there. Yeah. yeah. Put a spinner with it. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what it was. I, I, 
I I don't think I ever even played this thing. I think maybe a friend might have had it. Maybe that's why we were singing the song. I, but I just don't remember ever playing this thing or anything. This was the kind of toy that I would ask my mom for, but anything like this, I wasn't going to get. Because it. I think they were always yeah. just too expensive, and she knew the novelty would wear off really quickly. So I never got like Shark Attack, Crocodile Dentist, any of the classic big motorized toy games. Yeah. I always, oh gosh, I love those games like Fireball Island. Now that anything, I got. Any game, anything that you had to build or like put together while you're playing like Mousetrap or anything, I was like way into. Yeah. Even though it never worked. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never played Rattle Me Bones, but as you can guess with any game that has a million tiny plastic pieces, a lot of them would immediately get lost. Do you want to guess how much a Rattle Me Bones goes for on eBay right now? A complete set? Complete set. In the box. Maybe a hundred. Maybe a hundred. Boom, nailed it. If you want to buy around me bones right now, they are all they're all ninety-nine dollars. They've somehow Jeez. the market is just like this is how much a rattle me bones costs. <laughs> well, you know, there was one guy who did it, and then the next guy to the the next fifty to put it up, eBay was like, Well, the last one was sold for ninety-nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I think if you want to, hey, everyone out there, if you want to make an offer, I think Rattle Me Bones is just sitting there. So I want to see a mm-hmm. Rattle Me Bones renaissance. Absolutely. Well, Nathan, I'll respond and I'll also show a commercial that plays in my head constantly and out of nowhere. Uh, and I think, let's do, it. let's do it. This is a commercial for a little candy bar called Whatchamacallit. Oh, yeah. Such a Doodad sm- get a marink. Such a smooth, smooth jam uh, from 1987. This is a commercial. Why did Faith No More ever redo this one? <laughs> this seems like it could be very easily covered, doesn't it? Yeah. This has such a uh, like a who does it sound like? Yellow or Banana Rama on Quaaludes? Oh yeah, definitely. Like uh, oh, definitely an 80s like pop group that used to do punk music. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So Doodad Skidamari is always <laughs> being said in my name. And this ad, I loved it because it is that style of Lichtenstein pop art animation with all like mm-hmm. the comic dots in the back. And uh, there's other parts of the animation where it looks like colored pencil. There's a leopard with a spring in the middle who eats a piece of candy. It all just goes <laughs> cycling through my head. There's so many things I've forgotten in life, but the whatchamacallit commercial will live there forever. And I, I also liked the candy bar, which... Yes. Uh, and by the way, there's a already, sequel. There's two. Did you know there's two sequels? So there's two. I knew that there was a new one called like Who's What's It's or something. Who's What's It's. There's also Thingamajigs. <laughs> oh, Thingamajigs. <laughs> And this is also a case of, you know how sometimes you'll eat something that you loved as a kid and you'll go, oh, it doesn't taste as good. And I always try to write that off as, well, I'm not a child tasting this thing for the first time. What you call it's a terrible, terrible victim of having some of the ingredients be replaced with cheaper stuff. They don't use cocoa no. butter in it anymore. They use hydrogenated oh. oils now, Nathan. Oh. <laughs> Cocoa milk chocolate has to have cocoa butter. Hey, I think two things. I think you should do that album with all these songs on it. And I think you should return to Mother Nature when you make whatchamacallit bars. All right. So, Nathan, I I can see what your picks are. And we're going to be going, I think, to another food stuff soon. Am I right for your next pick? Um, uh, If you. If you think gum is food. I do. I swallow every piece. Oh, okay. 
Oh, so you eat a whole pack a day. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, now, you know, that sticks to your ribs. It goes out of your stomach oh, and goes into your ribs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. This next one is a little packet of gum. I like to call juicy fruit. Get your sea shined up, grab a stick of juicy fruit. The taste is gonna move ya. Take a sniff, pull it out. The taste is gonna move ya when you pop it in your mouth. Juicy fruit is gonna move ya. It juice the soft, it gets right to ya. Juicy fruit, the taste, the taste, the taste is gonna move ya. Okay, so now some listeners may be thinking that this is uh, rem- is reminded to me because of a Family Guy episode. The answer is freaking no. Um, apparently, when I was looking for this commercial, apparently uh, Family Guy did that hilarious joke thing that they do where they reference something and they just, as it's a reference, and that's the joke. <laughs> so they just recreated the commercial in animated form. Oh, it's not a parody song or anything like that, or no? Okay, no, it's someone must say that must be like the time I ate juicy fruit and watched <laughs> the commercial or something, and then they just show the commercial, like they just animate it, and I don't know. I mean, I I think the dedication to animating something frame for frame is interesting, but it's not. I don't know. I feel like that's their whole show is that kind of stuff. Anyways. They would show different sports during Juicy Fruit. This is the skiing yeah. commercial that we have. Where And this is the whitest yeah. people I've ever seen. This looks like a commercial for the Aryan race. It's all blonde-haired, yeah. blue-eyed, <laughs> firm-chinned people eating gum yeah. and throwing themselves around on the slopes. <laughs> and there's another one where it's water skis. And they um, say the same line, get your skis shined up. Um, but then there's one where it's like, um, I don't know, they're like skateboarding or something. It's like, get your wheels shined up. Like they change it. Whatever it is, is that first line change, but everything else is the same. Although the, there is an older one where they, the last line, the taste is gonna, gonna, the taste is, taste is, taste is gonna move ya. They say the taste is gonna, gonna, gonna move ya. They change those lyrics there. But the re, the, the second grade, very specifically, this sticks in my mind forever burned in just like rattle me nards um our my friends and i all came up with our own parody song and maybe this is the first comedy i ever wrote um i'll be the but judge i'm <laughs> well i'm now going to sing the song for you with my lyrics okay are you ready <laughs> <laughs> here we go Get your butt shined up. Grab a stick of juicy poop. The taste is gonna move ya. Take a sniff. Pull it out. The taste is gonna move ya when you pop it in your mouth. Juicy poop is gonna move ya. It chews so soft. It gets right to ya. Juicy poop. The taste, the taste, the taste is gonna move ya. What do you think? Uh... <laughs> I mean, I can see why you would be mad that Family Guy wouldn't dig <laughs> deep. It's like right, when it's so when, easy. when uh, somebody watched uh, Chris Rock and, and they said, oh, you know, I thought about that same thing, but I didn't go to that level that he did. He got half hour out of, out of something that I said for like a line. That's right. how Family Guy is versus Juicy Poop. <laughs> Juicy poop, a thing that moves out of your butt and then you eat it yeah. and then it moves yep. you again. Yeah, it chews so soft. Yeah. No, I, I heard the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, this was second grade. We also we also had we had a we had a basically a series of poop themed parodies. Would you like to hear another mm-hmm. one? No. Poop, poop, let it all droop. The- <laughs> <laughs> That's as far as we got on that one. <laughs> little Tears for Fears uh, parody. <laughs> it was very biting. The satire and those were very biting. You know how I said, like, it's any criteria where it's important to us. 
There's two more ads you have. Uh-huh. I, I'm debating asking you if both of these ads are also going to have parodies. No, parodies. no more no, parodies. Are, no more parodies. This is the last one. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, this this always in my mind. This And also, hey, what can I say? I like juicy fruit. Good flavor. <laughs> it's, it I is have juicy. a thing. It, well, it is juicy. I have a a, a thing where <laughs> it's I It's your saliva. <laughs> 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 but yeah. <laughs> if it was pre-juicied, I would be concerned. If it really just slid well, into my mouth. Like a gusher? Like a gusher? Uh, I mean, gushers aren't are sl- covered in slime. <laughs> hey, when you take a bite, man. Oh, that slime gets everywhere. Don't remind me. Anything from the Wrigley's gum family, I don't really enjoy because my dad used to get those giant plenty packs, you know, those big thick <laughs> packs of gum, and he would leave them in his van. So anytime I got into his van in the summer, I would just it was an overwhelming smell of either uh wintergreen or mm-hmm. big red cinnamon. And it was just like sickeningly sweet. Spearmint, right? Yeah, spearmint yes, from yes, the double yes. mint. Spearmint, yes. And then uh, cinnamon for the... I, I. There was a guy at church who would chew a pack of gum a day and he would have... He would not spit out the other pieces. That's revolting. He would just keep <laughs> building a mound of big red in his mouth. Did he used to do uh, chew? Like I have no skull. idea. Okay. It seems like a replacement, doesn't it? Yeah. He worked at a, uh, he was like the guy who like worked nights at like, like uh, a TV studio where he had to like change the tapes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So no one could watch him normally uh, with his mouth slowly becoming more and more gaping <laughs> yeah. and drippy. <laughs> <laughs> Great sermon today. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, All right, another everyone at home. Okay, ball. <laughs> <laughs> now that like he was the first guy to have a CD player. This kind of guy. Did was he Anyways. single? Uh oh yeah yeah. There you go. Although he did eventually date my aunt just randomly. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Did she say anything about the gum? Um, like before they ask. made out, would he reach into his mouth and pull out a soggy softball size <laughs> wad of chewed gum? Oh, one checkered. Okay, let's kiss. <laughs> so he turned into the elephant man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You know, I, I've never seen that movie, but I know that voice just from other people doing it. Probably sure. from a Family Guy episode or something stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this next commercial that I'm picking <clears throat> was the first time that I ever saw an ad and I thought, you know, if I could audition for a commercial, I might be able to do that. <laughs> and looking back on this now, I don't know if that's the most positive but probably very um accurate read of this next commercial this next commercial is uh one of a series and maybe we'll listen to two of them we don't have to do it in a row Mm -hmm. for the encyclopedia britannica that would play Mm. in the 80s and 90s and it starred a boy with a blonde mullet haircut kind of uh jeffrey dahmer style glasses and look to him (laughs) in a totally white room with a set of Encyclopedia Britannicas and he would uh, break the fourth wall and talk to you like this. My folks make sure I get a good breakfast. You know, plenty of fiber and all that stuff. Also, they buy me nice school clothes. They got me a computer, a video camera, a compact disc player. But the problem is, hardly any of this stuff can really help me with my schoolwork. There is something you could have which would help you a lot. Do you know what that is? No, but I'm afraid you're going to tell me. Uh, yes. It's the new Encyclopedia Britannica. Encyclopedia Britannica. Now you tell me. I've got a report due tomorrow. On what? 
on the exploration of space. Take a look at this. From the first beeps of Sputnik to the triumph of the Apollo moon landing. Hey, I'm impressed. This way, I wouldn't have to worry about getting to the library. It's right in my own home. Day and night. All right. Well, since this has turned out to be a Britannica commercial, I guess you're going to tell me how somebody could get a set. Actually, I thought I might, yeah. And I suppose you're going to throw one of those 800 numbers up on the screen. Am I right? Might as well. And there it is. All right. So uh, <laughs> this mouthy little dork <laughs> had a whole mm -hmm. series of commercials. And this was the one later on that got quoted all the time. Remember me? I'm the kid that had a report due on space. Then I got the new Encyclopedia Britannica. He had a report due on space, and then he got the new Encyclopedia... I think I made that abundantly clear. Uh, yes. Anyhow, here it is. I mean, hey, everybody knows this is the greatest encyclopedia in the world. Help me get a B plus. Why not an A? Too long. I found so much great information, I put it all in. Overkill. Hmm. The next report I did was for my science class on the human body. Look at all this great stuff. But this time I wised up and made it just the length my teacher asked for. Got a B minus. What? Just kidding. Scored an A. Uh, good. To find oh, out how you... Look at this. I always wondered where my mandibula was. Mm-hmm. To find out how you can own the new insect. We're studying the environment right now. Look at all this great stuff on ecosystems. Also, all you need to know about global warming, the greenhouse effect, the hole in the ozone, you know... All that cheerful stuff. Uh, yes. Say you so, want to check up on the Amazon rainforest and what's going oh on down God. there. We got to <laughs> save this place. For details on how you can own the new Encyclopedia Britannica. Let's have that 800 number. Excellent. Just call this number and we'll send you this free booklet. Tell them about the gift. And just for previewing Britannica in your home, we'll give you this three-volume desk reference set. This is like having your own research library at home. Mm, yes. So if you would be interested in owning the new Encyclopedia Britannica... Don't press. They see the phone number. If they want to, they'll call. I guess you're right. So this oh uh, mouthy little twerp arguing with the narrator <laughs> was something where I went, you know, I bet I could nail this attitude in an audition. <laughs> Do, do, who is that narrator? He sounds familiar. I am guessing. So this kid, the blonde mullet haired uh, encyclopedia lover is named uh, Donathan <laughs> Freeberg, son of Stan Freeberg, who was kind of one of the first weird Al. Oh, well, you know all about this. He was one of the first yeah. big song parody person. Sure. If you ever are in the yeah. used record section and you look in the comedy section, there's probably some Stan Freeberg in there. That's for a dollar and it'll never be sold. Um, I was very inspired by him to do my juicy fruit parody. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah. Well, he used to do all those uh, poop albums, about, uh -huh. yeah. yeah, like Liberace, but Libapucci. <laughs> that works. Yeah, that works. No, I know. <laughs> John F. Kennedy. The F stands for fart. He yep. did that one. John Fart Kennedy. That's a classic. <laughs> um, but that's, uh, I, I think that's Stan Freeberg doing the voiceover, and Stan Freeberg wrote these commercials. And so his okay. son stars in them. I mean, his son, who is nailing this attitude, and I, I feel like uh, I definitely knew people like this. The look he has in this 1992 commercial, which is red, baggy, corduroy, button-up shirt, all the way buttoned up, still got the Dahmer glasses, his hair is even longer, and he has black guest jeans, shirt tucked into them, and one of those belts... Black belts with the cowboy metal style buckle on it. Just Love just it. absolutely slaying it. Yeah. Is this guy uh so so this was he's older in this. These yes, there was a series of ads that ran from nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety two. And even okay. though I had inherited a bunch of encyclopedias from my grandfather, I would still ask my mother if we needed to get new updated ones. And she would <laughs> sure. very wisely say, no, they are at the library. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That I could just see a little you being like, um, mother, these encyclopedias <laughs> are out of date. <laughs> How it's so, it's so crazy. I know this is the most basic kind of like thing to observe, but encyclopedias just a thing that will probably never 
be again. A, a shelves and shelves of books of information for your home that will be outdated within years that you you would never use now. Yeah, the 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 the, the first step after this was like uh, floppy disks versions of it, mm-hmm. and then once the internet hits, then it's like. Yeah. What are you going to get a version for your CDI or something? <laughs> you know, like what's next? Donovan Freeberg, who went on to do, I guess he does a lot of voiceover work and he's a photographer. I tracked him down in the early 2000s. He's a photographer. What'd he say? Uh, well, I didn't reach out to him because <laughs> okay. his blog spot had a lot of nude photos of girls and i i am going to say they were not underage but they were presented in a way that you know you couldn't help but question wait <laughs> would you would you might you say barely legal <laughs> <laughs> that was i think the intention he has taken all those down now um okay. but he's still a photographer and all his photographs are Ladies, if we have any female listeners, I guarantee we have at least one. Uh, don't pose for any photographer male over 35 because <laughs> I feel like every, especially single male photographer over 35 has this moment where they realize, you know, I could still hang out with women in their 20s if I asked <laughs> them if I could photograph them. And it's always, it's always creepy results. So don't Can I do paint it. you? <laughs> don't let oh i hope this doesn't i'm sure it does i hope it doesn't happen anymore there was definitely a painting teacher i had in school and he asked a very pretty first year girl if he could paint her nude and she did it but he was definitely in his early 60s yeah and i don't think they that he groped her or anything like that but it's just like uh come on come on do you can you think of anything like, okay, is it everything legal also barely legal? <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you talking okay. about? So I don't know. Like, like, like I, like if I buy a DVD, isn't that, le- I mean, what's the difference between barely and legal? <laughs> like it just became legal. <laughs> If you buy a DVD, <laughs> is that legal? No, no, no. I'm saying if something is legal, isn't it also barely legal? Jeremy, do you understand what he's saying? <laughs> or are you asleep? I'm, I am. Uh, I'm trying to follow him here. If something is legal, <laughs> isn't it barely legal? Isn't it also barely? Like when they say like, oh, these <gasps> girls are barely legal. Yeah. Like, are they just mean like their birthday was yesterday or something? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, so you're saying like, okay. I, yeah. So you're saying if like, oh, if I buy a bootleg DVD, wouldn't that that's be? That's not barely. That's, that's illegal. That's barely illegal. Right. Or that's no, it is illegal. illegal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look at me, but. 18 years old, <laughs> buying a pack of smokes, barely legal. <laughs> barely legal. I just got, I just turned 21 now and I'm at the, I'm at the bar, barely legally drinking. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting concept. I remember these commercials. I remember the encyclopedia, but I can't picture it. But I remember that like, oh, I bet you there's going to be an 800 number now too, isn't there? It's or something. Sounds- you know, I remember that. It sounded to me like they recasted the uh, second character, like the voiceover guy. Oh, you don't think he's just a little bit older? I mean, it could be, but it sounded to me like they recasted the person. Interesting. Because he also had like a totally different like demeanor, it seemed like. He's probably more sick of this kid. (laughs) (laughs) But there was definitely kids who, uh, I, I mean, I have to admit, I wasn't yet writing poop parodies, but there were... Kids who would say, like, let's see that 800 number. Excellent. (laughs) Yeah, see, let me tell you something. No imagination, these kids. Oh, I think you made that abundantly clear. Look, if you want, I will also sing my uh, parodies that I wrote for our bus. (laughs) We had a bus choir. Mm Mm-hmm. 
you, had, like to hear you, you had a bus choir. You would yeah, yeah. get on we a bus, a bus and choir. sing. Yeah, and we we uh, wrote parodies. Okay, uh, about the bus, about being on the bus. How many people were in this bus choir? Um, or this was a whole like bus singing or, along, like planes, trains, three, and automobiles. Three or four. Okay, three or right. four, like a barbershop yeah. quartet. Yeah, uh, here I'll do it right now. Um, Sweet poopa line. <laughs> Sweet pissa line. <laughs> uh, no, it was um, uh, it was a New Kids on the Block song. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> the bus choir. <laughs> so freaking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> let's go to that next our first ad, song Nathan. was a sweet one our second song was a blast our third and our fourth song we haven't written yet we are the bus choir baby <laughs> there's a reason why we sing our songs <laughs> Were you in the back and were all the girls just as far forward in the bus as they could possibly, like hanging onto the front of the bus to get as far away as possible? No, man. Are you kidding me? That bus was basically uh, doing wheelies on the way home. There were so many kids in the back. (laughs) (laughs) The bus driver was uh, steering the wheel with a coat hanger. (laughs) Trying to reach back and hear us. <laughs> okay. What's your next ad? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, this next one, another music one, mu- uh, music and food themed. And um, this is a, this is one that just, again, uh, random times in my life, it will appear and I will sing it. Let's do it. What's in Chi-Chi's new Sonoran sampler? A grande burro and a chimichanga. Plus, ice cream. So for just $7.99, you get our Sonoran sampler. Sonoran sampler. For a song. Chi-Chi's a celebration of food. Oh man, wow. it ends so well too. That little, that yeah. like uh, Manhattan transfer style Mexican music. <laughs> now, the first time I watched this, when you sent it to me, I thought the first thing was "baba burrito." This is called nope. a burro, which yep. means donkey. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and it looks like a burrito slathered in gravy. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it is. So, <laughs> and then. And they also, when I was looking, I was trying to find this one. This one's harder to find. I was trying to, when I was trying to find it, they also have a, uh, instead of fajita, it's a chahita. <laughs> really? Okay. And uh, is, yes. that a, uh, is that just a, a branding thing so they could trademark the, the food itself? I don't know. I have no idea. It does not sound as good as fajita or burrito. I no. don't know why they had to do that. <clears throat> but man, chichimichanga, chichimichanga. And also when it when it 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 kind of like slows down a little bit and it gets a little bit, you know, like the fry um, yide. Yeah, like a dark, like like I picture like being in like a, a low light chichis. <laughs> you know, I've got my my I'm about to propose to my girlfriend and I just bought her. A fried ice cream to Dar- butter her up. Darling, before the fry-yay-yay-yayed ice cream comes to the table, <laughs> I, 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 I have something to ask you. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Plus, I love chichis. Look, looking at... Sure. I mean, I'm looking at a picture of it. this uh, Sonoran sampler, and it looks like food from the Uncle Moe's episode of the Simpsons where everything he serves comes straight from the deep fryer. <laughs> it's all <laughs> just deep fried food and then some rice. Yep. 
Yes, I cheese. Like I loved it. Mexico. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what it's like there. They have deep fryers on every corner. <laughs> <laughs> And Chi-Chi's, does that mean big boobs? Is that true? Um, is that I don't legend? know. I, it, Let me look this up. You can take any word and double it, and that's what it means for kids. <laughs> no, I... Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Wasn't it like cha-chas or TTs? I don't know. Like no, it, it means either... It means uh, vulva or tit. <laughs> oh, no. Boob, yeah, sure boob, 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 Chi-Chi. Boob or pussy. That is what it says <laughs> in this translation. And you never know you never know when when you want to use you want to use the term. So you, you can use it for both. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no reason to have a separate name for either of those. Honey, get the kids in the van. We're going to click clits. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to dirty pillows. <laughs> All right, Nathan, this next story has a big learning experience attached to it for me. This is a commercial for a toy that came out in 1988. It's called the PXL 2000 Video System. It's been heard, but now you can be seen. Introducing the PXL 2000 camcorder. With the same audio cassette that makes your music, it makes videos. Sight and sound that's easy to handle. Just shoot and play back on the PXL 2000 TV. The PXL 2000 video system. Now you can be seen and heard. All right. So the PXL oh. 2000 video system, it was a tiny camcorder and it recorded on audio style cassettes. It made video images in the same way that way back when there was computers that would have cassettes with with computer programs on them. Yeah. And uh, there was two versions. There was the PXL 2000, just the camera. And then there was the video system, which also came with a little TV that you could play, oh pl- plug gosh. in and do playback. Now, I wanted to do nothing else but make movies my whole life. So when I was little kid, Zachariah, and I saw this and I was like, oh, I can take my cassette tapes and make movies with it. I have to have this. And I embarked on a massive campaign to my parents <laughs> to get this for me for Christmas. Now, this was a, in hindsight, great life lesson. Because while I was fairly commercial savvy, I should have done more research. Because in the ad... <laughs> They show them doing playback on the PXL 2000 TV, and it's this little black and white image. Excuse me, big burp. And I figured, well, I don't need the TV. I have a TV I can plug this into in my house. And I figured that that was just a little black and white preview image. However, we're talking about very basic, like, reel-to-reel cassette tape technology. So the PXL 2000, you can look up like modern day, like people doing experimental videos shooting with this. It looks like it's being filmed on what those old Game Boy cameras where everything is (laughs) black and white, heavily pixelated. All the sound is just whatever the little microphone on the front would get. So for however much this cost, which by the way, uh, was a lot. So this was a big ask for my parents. I got this and I started filming. And then when I played it back, I was like, oh no, this <laughs> looks like animation from our dot matrix printer. And thank God my parents had the foresight to say, open the box very carefully and don't throw it out because they ended up returning it. Oh, um, nice. Now I look back and I've seen like footage that people make with it now and it looks great. And I wish I hadn't gotten rid of (laughs) it because now it looks like this crazy, like late eighties video effect that it actually is kind of hard to replicate and it looks really cool. But uh, boy on Christmas morning, what a lesson for little me. The, 
music in this. Yeah. That's, I think that is definitely my favorite genre of music. Mm, just kind of Which swirling like, 80s rock. It's basically like the music that you would play on a jukebox at a diner in a TV show. It, it also, like, it sounds like startup <laughs> music for a CD-ROM. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, here that now. It makes videos sight and sound that's easy to handle. Oh yeah, I picture, uh, I picture Fletch. I picture Chevy Chase. Here's the voiceover guy. He sounds like George Carlin. <laughs> yeah, he did kind of there. Uh, yeah, that I picture Chevy Chase, you know. PXL, more like P really small. <laughs> uh, yeah, I picture like, you know, this is like perfect soundtrack movie. Like, like this is what's happening when um, they're doing, you know, just like B-roll in Police Academy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I love that freaking music. Well. I, I only wish that the uh, the camera had treated me as kindly as that music. That is true, yeah. <laughs> All right, Nathan, what's up for your final pick? Okay, my final pick. This is... Um, this isn't one that comes to me at random like the other three, uh, but this is one that I remember as a kid being like, oh, man, I've got to get these things, these books. <laughs> and I don't, we never did. I, I think maybe I'd gotten one at the library or, or someone, someone I knew had them or something. Um, but just, just getting this, this little thing and, and uh, let's just play, go ahead and play it. It's, it's called Sweet Pickles. Here comes the Sweet Pickles bus. Smart moms know how kids minds grow upon Sweet Pickles. Your child's head start for school starts with his free Sweet Pickles preschool bus. There are stickers, games, puzzles, and hours of fun inside. They'll make learning basic skills like numbers and letters seem like child's play to your two to six year old. So they'll love to learn, honest. I think it's excellent. Call this number today, and we'll send you this sweet pickles bus filled with dozens of learning activities free. We'll also send your first activity pack on approval for only $3.99 plus delivery. If you like it, you'll get two new packs about every four weeks at the same low price. You can cancel after taking just four shipments. Call now, and we'll send the Sweet Pickles bus to your door. Mom, moms know how kids might grow. Thanks, Mom. Sweet Pickles. Call now. Oh, Sweet, sweet Pickles. Sweet Pickles is great. <laughs> Love it. That song, that's my second favorite genre of music. Take out the kids singing, although sometimes it's appropriate. But that is the kind of music like you might hear um, on a ride at Epcot or in one of the movies or something. <laughs> like that, those kinds of, that kind of music is just, it's it, it, it seeps into my soul. Now, we should say <laughs> why we wanted, these, as I had to say, this commercial played on daytime Nickelodeon oh. every ad break and what i you wanted was that green box that looked like the sweet pickles bus with all these animal characters riding in it because i I asked my mom for it so this commercial is 85 it would probably later a little bit later whenever i saw it but i was like mom can we get this and she said like you know how to read (laughs) this box is full of learning your letters and numbers <laughs> like this is for <laughs> tiny children but i wanted that box so bad i wish they could have just yes. sold us the box i had a friend who had it and who had the the bus and i remember being so excited to see it and then being like okay i saw it <laughs> that was it largest that life. was the that's the green bus. That's it. There was and also then, a series of that was it. books, and I wonder if they roped you into yes. that as well, where every animal, uh, there was, you know, every letter of the alphabet had a different animal. There's an amazing yeah. cover for a book called Kiss Me, I'm Vulture for the letter <laughs> V that I've almost bought several times because it's very strange. Um, but this commercial, it is people in full Sweet Pickles mascot outfits driving in the sweet pickles bus yes. and it's 
adult actors in these costumes. So when the Sweet Pickles bus drives up to this kid's house, they're just crammed into there. Like the front, <laughs> in the front window, you see a person in a goose costume with their head down and pressed against the window. <laughs> <laughs> And these kid actors, you know, I'm sure the, the cameraman's children are just great. Uh, I think it's excellent. <laughs> Sweet Pickles is really great. <laughs> I love it, man. I, I actually they um, they did release an animated version of like when Apple um, started doing their books. Uh, their book software and everything and selling books. Yeah. They did do for the iPad a like an animated version of the walrus rides a bike or something. Okay. Sweet pickles. And I got that for Marlo. Um, and uh, those books hold up, man. <laughs> They're so <laughs> colorful and so yes. bold. It's like what so kid purple isn't going to want these books. Yeah. Um, and I, if I look a little distracted right this second, it's because I'm sending you in uh, in Gchat the image of Kiss Me, I'm Vulture for you to admire. And we'll be yeah. sure to put this up. <laughs> Please put this up as oh, the second sure slide for uh, our Instagram. I'm sure we will. <laughs> uh, all right. We're down to the last one. And this was a commercial that got me so amped to buy this cereal because this cereal meant excitement. The adventure continues. Now with Batman, the cereal. And nothing can slow him down. Nothing can stop him from bringing it to you. It's here. A smashing taste. A honey the pale part of your complete breakfast. Batman, cereal. Oof. Your Oof. heart rate can't help but go up when you see. Now, this ad, it has real images from the movie. It doesn't show anyone's mm-hmm. face, I'm guessing, because of legal stuff. But <laughs> it shows the the Batwing flying through town. It shows the Batmobile. It shows the Batmobile with the machine guns that come out just firing. <laughs> <laughs> Batman cannot wait to get to this cereal. He's mowing people down. And when you get to that <laughs> bowl of cereal, Nathan, it's a black bowl on a rocky background with smoke blowing all over the place. And when uh-huh. the spoon goes in, the cereal just flies at the camera. <laughs> He's so <laughs> excited. Batman cannot wait to eat his own cereal. And then when they show the final product shot, it's that classic too much on the table, but this makes it a balanced breakfast. So it's yeah. a bowl of Batman cereal, glass of milk, glass of orange juice, and a big brand muffin. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I would eat every single morning. And I would drink the orange juice and the milk right after each other. This is one big gulp. There's <laughs> so little food-wise that pairs well with orange juice. Oh, uh, if there is, I mean, if you eat a bowl of cereal and then try to drink a glass of orange juice, um, it's basically, you're committing suicide. Basically. (laughs) It is so, it's barely suicide. (laughs) (laughs) But this commercial, boy, did it do the trick. I mean, I was reaching for that box of Batman the second that we hit the grocery store. And is this now? Is this Batman like um, just? Is does it have little Batman signal marshmallows, or is it like just a bunch of yellow bats? This was basically Captain Crunch, but in the shape of the Batman logo. Okay, that's what I thought. Big bowl of Captain Crunch bats. Yeah, so good. <laughs> Much better than the Batman Returns cereal, which was cocoa dusted wheat checks with marshmallow bits. Ooh. Not good. That's not a good mix. Not good. I always, uh, I was partial to the Mario and Zelda cereal and the Nerds cereal. Sure. Because they both mm-hmm. came with two different bags and you can mix and match. 
And you always liked to twirl your spoon and say, variety is the spice of life, mother. <laughs> That's right. I twirled my spoon <laughs> and I twirled the little tiny hairs on my mustache. <laughs> I was uh, in high school during this time. <laughs> now let me eat my full bran muffin <laughs> along with yeah. my Zelda pieces. <laughs> Uh, you would have to like basically the milk was so you could shove that bran muffin in there so it was moist. <laughs> it would just soak up the milk and it would just be barely just uh, uh, not dry. Now this will really put you on the spot, but I do. I have been wondering this the entire time we've been talking. If you were producing this commercial songs album, and when I when I proposed this to you, I figured you would be picking a lot of music stuff because. Knowing you, I would guess that several songs and commercials are legitimately in your top hundred favorite songs of all time. Am I wrong? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, like theme like 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 look, the theme song to like Rescue Rangers mm-hmm. is which was was sung by the Jets. Sure. Is like a freaking bop. Yep. <laughs> sure. So it's go go and listen to it. It's a real freaking jam sorry to say so if you were picking three songs from commercials that you would need to have in your soon to be released collection of illegally cleaned up and restored commercial jingles what are three songs that would absolutely be on that collection um and Jimmy John got those top three right there no, uh, <laughs> Juicy Fruit's definitely on there for sure, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I would say, um, this is hard. I'm not good at remembering things when I'm put on the spot. Um, what Do you have any that you would... <sighs> the Big Pieces, Little Pieces song from the Reese's Pieces commercial. Okay, okay, okay. Um, oh, also... Uh, I could not find this commercial. This was going to go on my list, but I couldn't find it. Mm. Uh, the Mrs. Weiss's Chicken Noodles song that was a um, a parody of the... Uh, I don't know what it's a parody of, but it's like, when Johnny comes home from from, from, from Mrs. Weiss. <laughs> Mrs. Weiss. So it's uh, Johnny comes marching home. Yes. But- Johnny comes marching home. <laughs> It's for Mrs. Weiss or something like that. <laughs> and was the reason you were looking for that because you did a poop parody of it or because you <laughs> think of it all the time? Uh, n- n- no, that one was one that I always uh, liked when I was a kid. And also I, I used to eat Mrs. Weiss's chicken noodle soup uh, like on a constant <clears throat> basis. Okay. It was easy to make and easy to chug <laughs> lots of noodles in that one lots of noodles sure you had places to go when you were a child that's right that's right all right everyone <laughs> thank you for joining us if you have uh, ideas of the best soup to chug or your favorite songs from ads that you need Nathan to put on his soon to be released collection and that's a promise that he's going to do it then please contact us, uh, follow us, and rate, and subscribe, and do everything to make us the number one moneymaker for the Golden Ox Podcast Network. As they always say here, moo moo, I'm a golden ox. Uh, Jeremy, what else can people do if they want to help out this podcast? You can check out uh, each individual podcast uh, Patreon. I'm not going to list them all off. Is that what we're pausing for? Wait, are you saying that if you have a Patreon where everyone can listen to every episode? Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm going to reel that back. <laughs> uh, You're saying if people want to listen to other podcasts that you host besides ours, they can go to a Patreon. Yeah, if they want to oh, help out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, they, if we want to line your pockets. Yes. <laughs> great so if you want to give producer jeremy a few extra dollars support his patreon if you want to support us uh then write jeremy and say uh give give the boys their own patreon 
thought you guys already had a Patreon. No. What? No, we don't have a Patreon. You don't think we'd be pimping that thing within an inch of its life? Well, we're going to have to work on a Patreon. Well, I guess we will. All right, you're hearing the creation of it here, folks. Unless we cut it out, unless we remember to cut this out, we won't. Nathan, is there anything else that you want to add before we leave this this walk down commercial memory lane? The bus choir. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's bus choir. We no, no, are no, all no, no, here no, no. singing the bus choir. <laughs> See ya. Bye.